UGA Football News presents today's sports report with Matthew Hall. On today's sports report, we'll talk about University of Georgia football and more. Today's sports report is brought to you by Happy Sewing and Quilting, offering products that will help you show your bulldog pride. Hall Shots Photography, going above and beyond to provide pristine and professional photography for all of life's greatest moments, plus many other fine sponsors. And now, here's your host of today's sports report, Chris Hall. Today's sports report with Matthew Hall. I'm Chris Hall, your host, of course, and Matthew's along with us. And uh, the good-looking guy down in the uh, bottom of the box here is a uh, familiar face to a lot of uh, Georgia Bulldog football fans, a man by the name of John Huff. And uh, Big John is with us today. And, John, we're going to talk a little bit about you and your story at the University of Georgia, and, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what's happening in the world of football. But I know for uh, Matthew and myself, we want to say thank you so much. You are a Georgia Bulldog uh, through and through, and we'll talk a little bit about your story in uh, just a few moments. But, John, welcome to our program today. Thanks so much for having me, guys. I really enjoy I was telling both of y'all before we got on live here, I said, you know, I've watched a few of y'all's streams. Y'all do a really good job of what you do. Y'all are very upbeat, optimistic. We need more of that in the world. Yes, And I, I really appreciate what y'all do, and I appreciate you having me on today. It's a big honor to me. You know, I, I was I, I was watching a little bit of uh, some of the stuff on, on YouTube that you've done. You you bench press 355 pounds, huh. it, and you put it on YouTube. How did you do that? <laughs> Working at it all the time. That's kind of what, uh, that's how I take up my time these days. Uh, that's when right. I'm not working, I spend a lot of time in the gym. I actually have a part-time job at, at a gym on the weekends, too. I'm, I'm almost never out of there. So, yeah, gotcha. I'm, I'm trying to compete some powerlifting competitions coming up soon, cool. too, now that I'm not playing football anymore. So. Cool. Cool, cool. Well, Matthew, I know you want to say hello to John. And yeah, great to have you here today, John. And uh, you know, I've known you for a while, and it's just such a great pleasure and honor to have you on the show today. Well, thank you so much, Matthew. Yep. And uh, pleasure is all mine, my man. We've been thank you, friends for a few years. You do yep. good work. I've seen a lot of your photography and stuff. This is the the photographer of the year a few years back. Uh, yes, he yeah. was. Yes, he was. Yeah. He, he and Jake Fromm. He and Jake Fromm kind of hooked up for that, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> for the yeah. photography of the year. Well, John, uh, if, for people who don't know your story, let's talk a little bit about your story. Now, you you played. Tell us a little bit about when you played for the University of Georgia, and you played under Coach Mark Rick. Is that right? That's correct. Yes, sir. I played in 2014 and 2015. Uh, I would have played forever if I could have, but uh, yeah. basically, uh, not to get too on a tangent here, but I graduated high school in 2011 from Oconee County High School, um, and frankly, I did not get accepted to the University of Georgia straight out of high school, um, so I went to community college for a couple of years, and while I was in community college, I was working at a gym back then, too. I just can't stay out of the gym. Uh, so yeah, I was working at a gym and uh, spent a lot of time lifting weights and running, and uh, I was playing in a men's league baseball. Uh, men's league baseball team back then staying staying fit and everything and then finally my third year of college i transferred into the university of georgia i got accepted and i went to try out for the football team and uh, i'd been told i was going to get to try it at the position of my choice and as it turned out uh, the walk-on coordinator at the time he said well uh, change of plans we're only allowing tryouts for kickers and punters this year <laughs> okay. and i said well i've never done that <laughs> so I said, I'll learn how to do it. I guarantee you. I said, how long do I have? He said, you got a week. 
<laughs> so I, my figured, goodness. I, I tried to figure out how to do it as best I could and I actually went out there and did okay at the trial because my main point of doing that I'm sure you could kind of pick up on this I want to show them how serious I was and I wasn't right. you know going to get the run around I said right. I, I, this is my lifelong dream so I went out there I did not make it as a punter but they said you can come back out in the spring and you can actually try out for the position you want this time for sure and uh, I ended up joining the team in the summer of I guess of 2014 uh, as a linebacker yeah, yeah, and and so wow. uh, you were under Coach uh, Coach Rick. Mm-hmm. You know, you're. you're I, I was reading your story uh, online, and and it, 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 you know, I don't want to embarrass you or anything, but it no. really reminded me of Rudy. Uh, you know, yeah, and and it really the his determination as depicted in the movie, of course, of how he wanted to be uh, on the you know with Notre Dame, which bless his heart, who would want to do that? But you know, <laughs> in the movie, he wanted to do that. And, and his, just his determination and what he went through and how he was smacked around, but he never gave up. And he, and he finally uh, was able to uh, be on the field uh, for, uh, for Notre Dame. Your story just reminds me so much of that. It's really inspiring and it shows a lot of grit and a lot of determination. Now, unfortunately, like Rudy, you, you never got into a game. Is that right? That's correct, but you know, that was never necessarily the goal for me specifically right. to get in for a play. And I did get to play in G Day, so that counts for something. Mm-hmm. Hey, that counts. That's all right. Hey, we got <laughs> that's you. Exactly You're right. Good. Hey, that's You're exactly good. right. But you know, I, I, uh, you know, I never got the chance to get in uh, an actual uh, game, but that's okay. That's right. Uh, some of my best memories I made were in practice. I, I really enjoy going to practice every day. You, you have to enjoy practice if you're a walk-on. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, and I got right. to feel, you know what's fun, too? Um, <laughs> when I was on the scout team defense, and I was going up against Georgia's first team offense every day. And uh, so we were simulating what the other teams were going to be doing. So if we we're getting ready to play at, say, we're getting ready to play at Tennessee, you know, they have these speakers out there and they'd crank the artificial noise way up loud. <laughs> yeah. And they'd have us out there simulating like we were their starting defense going against Georgia's first cool. offense. It kind of felt like I was I was really out there, you That's know. Right. There you go. That's exactly right. But uh well, hey. not, I was just gonna say this though. That's the highest praise you can give me is saying I was like Rudy. My dad, yeah. when I was growing up, he he made sure that that was mandatory watching in my house. He said yeah. this he, he said he wanted me to be just like Rudy, never give up on my dreams. And uh, yeah, so that that really means a lot to me to say that I'm comparable to his life story. It truly yeah, does. Yeah, yeah and and you know, uh, today, just learning the things I learned through that. I mean, just like my, you know, my dad said there. I mean, that is really what I thought about was the grit and the determination that Rudy went through. Through, and even though. Rudy got to play in one play, you know, and, and and that was just a historic moment for him and his family. Uh, it doesn't make, you know, the the fact is, even though you never got a live playing, you were still on that team. You were still a Georgia Bulldog. It was a dog. It was a dog. And uh, matter of fact, I remember seeing your ring. Uh, I think it was G Day a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, you showed me your ring and all, and what an you know what an honor to have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. So you know, just really, I'm really proud of you and for you for what you've accomplished. Yeah. Now, you I, what, we talked a little bit about your history. By the way, I, 
you know, Todd Gurley told me you really smacked him around a lot in <laughs> practice. You know, I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you need to, the Todd man now, you know, he's at the end of his career, but he remembers, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but, well, tell us what you're doing today. Uh, and, uh, we talked a little bit about your experience uh, with uh, Georgia and being a Bulldog. So uh, what, what's, uh, what about today? What's happening today with you? So I ended up graduating in 2016, summer of 2016. Y'all played through 2015, graduated 2016. And uh, don't now I might lose some people on this. I think Matthew knows this about me. I went to graduate school at Clemson. That's right. But, uh, hey, that's that, all right. You you were a dog first, you know. That's so right. And I always will okay. be. Uh, there right. you go. But, and Clemson uh, needs a little class, you know. They need a little right, sophistication right. over there. So right. you were listen. You were you. I know you're a man of faith. You were like a missionary from the University of Georgia, going to Clemson, trying to convert those Tigers to be what they ought to be dogs. They have too yeah. many Georgia boys on that roster anyway. But go ahead. You went to Clemson, and well, you know what? It's funny you say that though. I've got guys who uh, that go to went. Well, now they went to Clemson, but were going to Clemson at the time, and they would pull for Georgia because of me. Uh, I mean, cool. they, they, they liked me, and so they kind of became Georgia fans second. Oh, which that's that's saying something because, you know, we're pretty yeah. big historic rivals. But yeah. um, anyway, got, met a lot of good people over there. But I, I, I got into graduates. I got a graduate assistantship to go over there. They paid my way to go to school in exchange awesome. for some work I was doing for them. So uh, actually, And you were on the wrestling team, right? That's right. Yeah, they have a they have a wrestling team that's they compete in what's called the National Collegiate Wrestling Association. So they're not. Uh, NCAA, so I still mm -hmm. had some eligibility. You know, they only give you five years to play four in the NCAA, mm -hmm. right. which I had exhausted that by the time I left Georgia. I'd, I'd been five years in college, but I was yeah. able to still compete in wrestling at Clemson. And uh, actually, mm -hmm. I qualified for the national championships in Allen, Texas, my second wow. year on the team, and that was yeah. a big honor um, to, get to do that. So. Yeah, it, it was it was different wearing some purple and orange when I was doing that, but uh, I never forgot. You know, I'm a dog dog first, and Clemson Clemson can come second, but uh, and I and I like those guys, and I had a great experience yeah. there. But dog through and through for sure. Well, that's a, yeah. you know what an honor you know yeah. to even had that opportunity, and then uh, you know to also have them pay the way you know, if you you know pay for your schooling, and then you get to participate athletically. And uh, really continue your, your collegiate career in a different fashion. And I did want to, I wanted to jump back one second and and talk about when you played at OMG Day and then at those practices. I wanted to ask you this question. Uh, you know, you played against some great offensive players. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, from the defensive side of the ball and. What was it like going up against Todd Gurley and, uh, you know, guys like that from the backfield of Georgia each day in practice? I mean, is there anything that really stands out to you from that time? Do you have any scars? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, plenty. I got plenty. But, you know, so going up against those guys, all right, so I, I tried for – several years to get on the football team at Georgia. You know, it, it was my fourth year of college that I finally got the opportunity to do it. I went through summer workouts and the, that of course wasn't in pads. That was just more weight training, conditioning stuff. And I remember the first day we put on the pads and we were actually going to have a scrimmage in Sanford Stadium. And I just had this moment where I was like, okay, you asked for this. Yeah. Now you're getting to put on the pads against them. And I, and I remember not knowing what to think because it had been three Year, four, really, mm -hmm. three, four years since I'd 
uh, put on the pads and hit somebody. So yeah. Um, yeah. I got out there though, and I, and I actually really surprised myself because like I said, I, I trained hard for years doing whatever right. I could do. And I actually felt like I was better after my time off than, than I was in high school. I think I significantly improved as an athlete, as a football player. So mm -hmm. when I got out there, I was surprised how I could keep up. Um, I was able that's to awesome. pop some dudes. And, and that's one thing people, you know, if you ask somebody who played with me, nobody's going to ever accuse me of being um, the most talented guy in the world. But that what they will say is Huff came to work every day mm -hmm. and, and he came to hit. And I, I love to hit. And yeah. if you don't love to hit, then why are you playing ball? That's, that's right. true. That's true. That's why you wear the pads, man. Well, that's, that's awesome, right. man. Yeah, man, John Huff awesome. is with us. Uh, John is, you know, it's like the Marines. Once a bulldog, always a bulldog. We understand that. Now, you played for Coach Mark Rick, right? I, I sure did. Tell me, tell me a, a favorite Mark Rick story that you have. Uh, you know, we, we hear today's sports report. We love uh, Mark, uh, Coach Rick. Uh, we like him as a man. We like him as a football coach and his faith. Tell me uh, one of your favorite stories about Mark Rick. I don't know if I should tell this one. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, you know, coaches, they don't really, they, they say they don't like you like it when you get in fights in practice, right? But if you've ever seen NFL hard knocks, you'll watch uh, like the Falcons guys. They'll mix it up a little bit. And they'll get screamed at on the field and, and get told to get off the field and go to the locker room. You're done for the day. <laughs> but then they'll get behind the scenes and the coaches will say, you know, I actually really like the fire that that guy showed today. I like that he was really willing to mix it up. So to that point, uh, we were getting ready to play Georgia Tech, and uh, I got into a little bit of a, a skirmish with John Diaz. Actually, mm -hmm, we, yeah. you know, you go up against these guys every single I, day, all year. It's like, could you, you pick on somebody smaller? Than you? I know, I know, <laughs> but but yeah, I got I got it mixed up with him, and well, it gets worse. I actually kind of got uh, up against two guys. It was him and Greg oh, Knight. Yeah. Oh goodness! And uh, and you know I don't know why this is so stupid. And my first reaction was just to pull my helmet off and say, you know, y'all want to go, y'all want to do this. <laughs> and uh, I hear Coach Rick. He was on the other field. He was working with the first team defense and the scout offense. And I just hear him screaming, "Huff, Huff, come here, Huff!" And I thought, "Oh boy, I'm, I'm getting it now because I started a fight." <laughs> and uh, he calls me over there. And he goes, "All right, well." You good? I said, yeah, I'm good. And he kind of patted me on the helmet. He goes, all right, get back in there. Don't do anything stupid, but you're good. And that was it. I thought I was about to get in big trouble. I think he kind of liked it. I mean, so, and then here's a, my favorite story probably playing at all was uh, it was that same week. I had a great week leading up to that Georgia Tech game in 2015. Um, we were getting towards the end of practice. We were doing ones versus ones, twos versus twos, threes versus threes. And uh, I was running with the threes, but Fatone Balta was the, the quarterback for the threes mm -hmm. at the time. And uh, we had about six or seven plays left to practice. And so he threw an out route to the fullback, Glenn Welch, and I just saw it coming the whole time. So I jumped the route and uh, I, I picked it off and took it back to the house. And everybody, boy, I mean, everybody went nuts. You know, I'd never done it before. Everybody was celebrating. I remember Chooks Amici was my teammate. He grabbed the ball from me and punted it into the parking lot. Oh, and yeah. uh, Coach Coach Rick called everybody up. He said, all right, you know, we were going to run some more plays, but I think we got to end on this now. And he let me break down the team. You know, I got to do the dogs awesome. on three, everything. And that, that was special to me. Uh, do, do you do you are you still you know I, I played basketball in high school and uh -huh. I still remember my coach and uh, you know there's a that special bond between a player and a coach uh, do are you still in contact with coach Rick you ever uh, talk to him 
I haven't talked to him that recently, uh, but I'm sure that if I did reach out to him, he would he would be responsive. He was good about that. If I had something I wanted to talk to him about, he would have a meeting with me or have a conversation with me. He called me on my personal cell phone, uh, you know, to check on me at times as a player. So I, yeah, he was he's a good dude, and I'm I'm certain that he would do anything I asked him to do for me. Cool. Uh, now, uh, the you know, speaking of Clemson, now uh, you. you Next year, first game for the That's Bulldogs right. against uh, Clemson in Charlotte, one of those early season kind of games. Uh, I, I would think that if we're going to play Clemson, let's do it first. You know, let's get the first right. game uh, out, out of the way. Clemson, of course, uh, Trevor Lawrence going to the NFL. Uh, got a pretty good backup quarterback, though. He played uh, pretty good. Matthew can't pronounce his name. I just call him Charlie. I, whatever the guy's name yeah. is. But he's really, yeah, he's, he's really good. But Georgia has been blessed with a lot of returning guys, no uh, guys who've decided, you know, we want to, you know, the hashtag is uh, unfinished business. We want to come back and, and try to uh, finish uh, finish up. And we got a good recruiting class coming in, as always. So what do you think? Uh, what did you think about the team this year? And, and your thoughts uh, from your unique position about uh, going forward for the Bulldog? So first of all, I will say this, I was a Stetson Bennett apologist through and through, I backed him. And I think that just comes down to him being a yeah. former walk-on and me sure. being a walk-on. Yeah, and I love right. the way the guy played. He played with a lot of heart. And I will tell you this, I know that um, the end there wasn't as good as the start necessarily. I know he got in, banged up a little bit in the Florida game. And after that, he wasn't quite the same. But I think he deserves a lot of credit for what he, he does, did. He I mean, the, to have his first legitimate playing time be on the road in the SEC to get it done, then turn around and play who was then number seven Auburn, beat them, and then beat number 14 at the time, Tennessee. That's right. Yeah. Three quarters, we're beating Alabama. So anyway, point being, I think he did a great job. With that Mm -hmm. said, I think that now that JT Daniels is healthy and rolling, I kind of get this Joe Burrow vibe from him and not the way they play, but just the fact that you remember Joe Burrow, unfortunately, kind of had his coming out party against us in 2018. And after that, it was... It was uh, it, it was never looking back. I think JT Daniels has kind of had his. He was playing to like Joe Burrow towards the end of 2018. I think next year he's about to set the world on fire. Yeah, and our he really, talent, yeah, yeah. No, he really looked really good for Georgia uh, as the few games that he actually got in to play. I mean, man, he just he really impressed me. Um, you know, I was I kind of had question marks on the guy for a long time. And he blew those question marks right on out the water. I mean, I'm very excited to have uh, JT Daniels uh, fired up about coming back to Georgia, uh, as well as the other returners. I think that Georgia is really, just like you said, it's almost a Joe Burrow vibe for JT Daniels. And once you get a guy in a groove like that, you know, the opponents that they face, uh, they have a tough task to deal with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and of course, uh, Alabama reload. You know, they always do. They'll reload. And uh, but, but, but kind of interesting, I, you know, I hate to see anybody down. I, I'm not the kind of guy who enjoys seeing other people just kind of implode. Uh, but it's kind of interesting sitting where we are sitting and, and looking at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, just the fire sale that has happened at, at Tennessee with her Pruitt getting fired. And then Dan Patrick is reporting that uh, apparently Tennessee pay, paid some players 
in McDonald's, of sacks from McDonald's. Yeah. They gave them cash. Now, my first thought about that was, you know, if you're going to pay players and you should never do that, obviously you should never do that. You'll never get away with it forever. You'll you, Obviously you shouldn't do that. But if you're going to pay players, at least pay players that are going to help you to win. Uh, Tennessee was terrible yeah, this year. Awful. I mean, I don't in, I don't enjoy seeing our uh, SEC brethren necessarily go down like, you know, the, the Tennessee and South Carolina having its troubles. But, you know, from a player's perspective, what is your thought? You went through a big, uh, you know, a, a college program, an SEC mm-hmm. college program. For, as you look at Tennessee, I was just wondering, what do you think about what in the world is going on yeah, in I Knoxville? Mean, what is that? It was just ridiculous. So it's it's weird when you – so college football cho- coaches, they change jobs so frequently. The guys that you play for, it's so common for them to go work for your rivals because, I mean – Jeremy Pruitt was my defensive coordinator, and now he's up at Tennessee, and or well, was. And uh, I've got coaches that are were at South Carolina. You know, Coach Bobo was a coach of mine. And That's Brandon right. And everybody else. It's weird because you want to wish success on these guys that were a part of your life. At the same time, though, it's hard for me to ever wish success on Tennessee at all. Right. I, and I'll right. be honest with you, Tennessee. Um, for me, that's a special rivalry. My dad grew up 20 minutes south of the Tennessee border in Northwest oh, wow. Georgia. And so growing up, you know, I was born in 1993 and Tennessee was pretty darn good in the 90s. Yes, and that's what I, we were we were around, mm-hmm. you know, when that we, we saw plenty of their fans up there in Northwest. Yeah, Georgia, believe me. So my, my point, all of this is to say it's weird. Uh, I, I hate to see what's happening with uh, the individuals involved because I don't have any problem with the individuals. I'm never going to be sad to see Georgia be light years ahead of Tennessee as a program, which is what right. seems to be the case right now. Uh, as far as what's happening, I will say this. I hear this a lot. They say that that kind of stuff, paying players, goes on at every school. That goes mm-hmm. on everywhere. It's cheating. Everybody cheats. Just only some people get caught. Right. And I was talking to one of my uh, former teammates about this the other night, and I said, did you ever hear anything about that going on at Georgia? And of course, now to be fair, we were both walk-ons, so we weren't nobody. People might nobody have, was we, paying you, huh? Yeah, yeah. We, we pretty <laughs> much gave you, somebody to let us play. But if they gave you a McDonald's sack, it would be filled with a Happy Meal, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but 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 my point being, I've never known anything like yeah. that going on at Georgia, and I and I kind of resent when I hear yeah. people say that because well, Dan Patrick has there. mentioned yeah. Georgia know, in some of his reporting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, it's like why well, throw our name out there? And, yeah, yeah. And maybe you, every now I will say everybody has compliance issues. That's because the rules are so ridiculous. Oh, right. Yeah, they oh, are. It's oh, like gosh. IRS. Like you're filing your taxes, you can't follow all those rules. And, exactly. And, yeah. and the problem with those guidelines and the regulations are, it's not an IRS filing that's annually. It's one that's continually, always going. And then when the rules change uh, at the drop of a hat, uh, it puts those, you know, that are in charge of following those rules in a pretty uh, tedious position to to really be on top of the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where mistakes, a lot of mistakes go. And I believe that, you know, I read compliance issues from virtually every school in terms of college football. Uh, that uh, to include Georgia, uh, uh, you know. Well, yeah, and usually uh, when Georgia tough. does it, or an institution uh, like Georgia, they self-report. They say, oh my you gosh, know, we self-report more than anybody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, they'll they'll call Lawrence, Kansas, and and tell the guys out there, well, mm-hmm. you know, one of our guys 
talk to somebody and you don't want to park a lot and he wasn't supposed to do it. So right. uh, they'll say, my hope, my hope and prayer is, and I'm pretty confident of this, that nothing like that will ever happen in Georgia. I just, I just don't think it's, uh, you know, I, I don't think that's in the offing. Uh, and of course, you know, we love Georgia and we don't want it to happen. But you see, Tennessee, like you were saying, Tennessee was so good for so long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now they are so down. Yeah, and it seems like when a program gets down, it is so hard to come back. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Tennessee wants one of the, the uh, winning national championships under Philip Fulmer and you know, Peyton Manning and all those guys. Uh, but they have been down for so long. And now I was reading today that, I don't know, six of their players have gone into the transfer mm-hmm. portal. And now they're saying that uh, all of their recruits should be released from any kind of commitments and all of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Boy, that's tough. Uh, That's tough. Well, let's uh, uh, talk a little bit about uh, Will Muschamp. Uh, Maybe you saw this report. He's been around Athens. Have you seen Will lately? (laughs) I have not seen him personally, but I've I've heard different speculation on that from different parties. it's not. I don't think it's strange to see him around, even if he's not going to take a job. I don't know well, if he's going to be offered a job. Yeah, exactly. He, exactly. Yeah, his son is a walk-on quarterback, redshirt right. quarterback. Right, right. And, you know, him and Kirby Smart do have <laughs> a relationship. I guess you'd even say a friendship. Uh, definitely right. acquaintances at minimum. Yeah, so. I, you know, I saw one report where he was hired. AJC says no. I got he's just been around. You got a later report? We got yeah, I got something here. I read. Uh, and this came from uh, my, you know, my friends over at Gradic Sports. Uh, they do good reporting. And um, in terms of Muschamp, let's see what it was said. Uh, yeah, I read it one time. Well, yeah, well, he on. was hired. He's been around a couple of time, a couple of days, and then uh, AJC said no. Hang on. One uh, even Kirby I'll Smart you. says, uh, you know, no, he's not been hired. That's the latest report I saw. All right, here it is. But it, it would be, it would be kind of. Somebody said, and, and I'll get to you in a minute, Matthew. Somebody, somebody said, you know, he needs to be the pullback coach. You know, the guy that hangs on to the coach's <laughs> belt and pulls him back. Wouldn't that be cool? Will Muschamp pulling back Kirby Smart. I think he'd need <laughs> a pullback coach for field. himself, too. We'd have to have yeah. a whole chain of pullback. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to have a, uh, oh, a train true. of it, man. That like would be the, cool, though. You know, what do you got? What, what the... uh, and like I said, this is coming from Gratic Sports. Um which I, I fully believe that uh, in their credibility uh, of what they post. I've, I've posted a lot of stuff, and I've actually spoke with the guys that run their account. But uh, they said the AJC reported Will Muschamp was working for UGA in an unknown capacity, but that Kirby Smart yesterday, as of yesterday, has stated that uh, Will Muschamp is not working at UGA and that he only came for a two-day visit. So it's left up in the air, you know. Well, you know, he got a $15 million payout (laughs) from South Carolina. Now, John, have you ever worked at a job where they fire you and give you like $22 million like they gave uh, the Gulf Smiles on or $15 million? Uh, uh, Tell me, have you ever worked in a job? (laughs) No, I would like to make $22,000. That'd be cool. Oh, no. You know, well, John, uh, you, you know, it, it's uh, it's such a pleasure to have you with us. And we could talk all day. I mean, you know, we, we really could. You're a quality guy. Uh, you're, you're a man of faith. You you teach. I've, I understand you teach a, a class, a, a Sunday a class at uh, your church, right? Is that right? 
I've kind of taken a break just because when I went to Clemson, uh, the church that I was doing that was uh, doing it at was St. James United Methodist in Athens. So I did that for three and a half years, though. I taught mm-hmm. uh, ninth and tenth grade, small Ooh, group awesome. there. So cool. yeah, I am. I that, my faith is very important to me, and awesome. uh, I thank God that I have had a little bit of a platform to. Uh, share that with other people and That's people right. actually care what I have to say about it sometimes, which is nice. And, and now you're, you're a legacy Bulldog. Your dad played for the Bulldogs, right? Back in the it, 70s? He sure did. And and that's where I got my love of Georgia football from. And he also, uh, he got two degrees from Georgia. Yeah, heck yeah, Matthew. But yeah, dog. He, he uh, ended up <laughs> becoming a professor at Georgia. Yeah, awesome. his career and so I, and that's why I lived in Athens uh, cool. from 2000 on so cool cool and and by the way you know we we, we love uh, Georgia football we but it, really all things Georgia and I saw where the basketball team our Bulldogs yeah. beat Kentucky for the first time in 15 games I mean 63 uh, 62 I didn't get to see the game I'm going to try to see a uh, replay of it uh, but uh, and the dogs now though the basketball dogs are nine and four mm-hmm. on the year playing pretty decent pretty decent basketball are you a big basketball guy do you talk about baseball and we love the bulldog uh, baseball team are you uh, in the ba- basketball any i'm into all georgia sports i really yeah. always have been and i and what basketball team is going to get a test i think they play florida next if i'm yeah. mistaken i think yeah. florida just put it talking about tennessee i think they just put it on tennessee pretty good yeah, yeah. so and tennessee was highly ranked so we'll right. see uh what georgia can do against florida but baseball was off to a great start last season yeah. before it got cut short right uh and I, I think they should be pretty good again this year so and that season will start uh, very shortly uh, yeah. coming up very soon very yeah. soon oh, yeah. now uh i guess in closing uh, we've been dealing with COVID. Everybody's been dealing with COVID, uh, you know, and the football season was just so weird with the, you know, the stands. Uh, you only had so many in the stands and you had all of these games. Uh, Matthew and I'd be, be making predictions on games and then the next day they'd be canceled and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So how how have you, uh, just you personally, how have you uh, negotiated uh, this, this COVID-19 season? Uh, and your family, uh, you you guys have done well. Everything has been well with you. Everything is going great, and praise God for that. Um, I know some people have not been so fortunate, and my heart goes out to those people. Um, and I even was able, I was fortunate enough, I got to go to a couple games this year. I went, I made the trip to Tuscaloosa, uh, and I went okay. to the uh, Tennessee game at home. So I got to go to a couple games. I thought the environments were still pretty, uh, yeah. pretty good yeah. for the for the uh, crowd that was allowed in there. But yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think that everything worked out pretty good uh, college football wise. I think the season went about as well as we could have asked for, yeah. given the circumstances, yeah. um, just as far as running it goes. So and I'm happy with what Georgia did this year. And I think yeah. 2021, I'm going to tell you right now, and uh, can I give a plug? Am I allowed to plug something? Please do. Please sure. do. I, gotta, Please I, have do. A, I have a YouTube channel called Undeniably Raw. And last night, I had Wes Blankenship, who's covered the dogs mm-hmm. and the passes over the years. He was on there. That's all right. I, I asked him, and we both agreed on this. We said, 2021 is the year of the dog. We're doing it this year. We're running the table. We're coming for it all. And we and we both will tell it like it is, just like y'all tell it like it is. I've heard y'all give credit where it's due to our opponents. 2021, watch out for Georgia. And if we get past Clemson especially, but we, yeah. can, drop, we can still drop that one and still yeah. win it yeah. all. But That's I think right. we'll win that one too. 
Yeah, I, you know, that's why I say I'm glad we're playing the, the first game of the season instead of like eighth, because, you know, there is a difference there uh, from the yeah. early game to the late game. So, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, absolutely. Uh, and, the, any closing words, Matt? Yeah, and I know Blankenship, uh, I know he's done some stuff with uh, Bulldogs Game Day and uh, WSB TV. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I know he's, I, isn't, isn't that correct? He, I know for a fact he worked at Eleven Alive, and I know he yeah. did some stuff with WMAZ and Macon. Okay, he's, WMAZ. He's had a pretty, he's had a pretty long, yeah. uh, well, not pretty long, but a, an impressive resume. We'll say right. that for being. I know a young he's. Guy a, like he I know I've I've actually talked to him uh, through uh, you know the Instagram account UJ Football News, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he does great quality work. Um, no doubt, everything I've ever seen him do is always credible and always very professional. So. Well, me and him are on the same page with what we think will happen. We got to get the yeah. ball to get get the ball to George Pickens. That's right. That's yes, right. and and please, August. I hate to wish my life away, but August come. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm yeah. I know. We're ready. We're ready. That's right. Well, John uh, John Huff's uh, been with us, and uh, John, a uh, great bulldog story. Yes, a sir. Gra- in my heart, a great bulldog player and uh, a quality individual and john it's been our pleasure this will not be the last time we have you on our program Uh, i can assure you of that and if we can ever do a service to you you just let us know but thank you so much for being on today's sports report okay same to y'all yeah i really appreciate it Absolutely, right. Matthew. Y'all yeah. take care Go now. Dogs. Yep. Go Great dogs. Go dogs. Great to have you today. Absolutely. One last thing. All right. Go dogs. All right, Go Matthew. Dogs. Well, it's been great to have John with us. And uh, uh, any closing words for us on uh, today's sports report? A uh, good time with John Huff again. Uh, any closing words? Yeah, just want to give a, a, a big shout out to John for joining us today and just uh, providing the background of his story of becoming a dog and, uh, you know, his career past that time period. And even though, you know, he's he's not a player anymore, he will always be a dog. And I uh, just want to give a big thanks to him for being on the show today and uh, just really thankful for his time. All right, and our shout-out this week is to Chick-fil-A, the favorite restaurant of today's yes, sir. sports report. We love Chick-fil-A, and they're doing a great job with the COVID thing. You can drive through their drive through and uh, get all the good stuff you want to get. And, uh, and my personal order for Chick-fil-A, uh, we know that uh, some of those guys listen, is we're ready for the uh, peach milkshakes to uh, come back. All right, Matthew, good show today. Thank you again to John Huff. Join us again next time for today's Sports Report with Matthew Hall. Hall Shots Photography, featuring the work of award-winning photographer and Georgia football lover Matthew Hall, is a proud sponsor of today's Sports Report. While Matthew is at home on the sidelines of Sanford Stadium taking beautiful action shots of another Bulldog victory, he also specializes in other types of photography including landscapes, portraits, weddings, and promotional photos to help promote your business or your special cause. Matthew is also a trained videographer and he loves capturing those always exciting high-in-the-sky drone shots. Matthew has been the camp photographer for various football camps, including those featuring Roquan Smith, Nick Chubb, Sony Michelle, and other Bulldog greats. You can check out Matthew's work on Facebook at Hall Shots Photo and on Instagram at Hall Shots Photography. 
You can contact Matthew at HallShotsPhotography at gmail.com. That's HallShotsPhotography at gmail.com. Matthew has a camera, and he'll travel to get that right shot for you. Contact him today. Happy Sewing and Quilting is a proud sponsor of today's sports report. Happy Sewing and Quilting offers custom and professionally made items that will help you show your bulldog pride. How about a custom and professionally made 100% cotton face mask featuring beautiful bulldog fabric? Of course, everyone in your family will need more than one. And just like the bulldogs on game day, Happy Sewing and Quilting can and will deliver. From custom-made face masks to baby bibs to tote bags and more, Happy Sewing and Quilting will help you get ready for game day or any day you want to let the world know you love the Georgia Bulldogs. If you're interested in items featuring the colors and logos of other teams, or if you're interested in non-sports related items that meet your taste and show off your style, Happy Sewing and Quilting will be more than happy to help you. For more information, you can contact Happy Sewing and Quilting at ahall1921 at hotmail.com. That's A-H-A-L-L-1921 at hotmail.com. Contact them today. Thank you for joining us for this edition of today's Sports Report with Matthew Hall. We thank our many fine sponsors for making our program possible. Be sure to join us for our next program as we keep you up to date with University of Georgia football and more. Until then, be safe and go dogs. 